I don't have time for this. Welcome to the Solo Workday podcast. I'm Karen Southall-Watts, the author of The Solo Workday, a book about time management for solopreneurs, freelancers, and others working on their own. Even if you work as part of a team or in a company setting, in many ways, managing your time feels like a solitary journey. That's what this podcast is about. Join me as I explore the foundations of time management, as well as the unexpected human complexity of trying to work and live within the construct we call time. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, then come find me on Twitter at AskKaren or at AskKarenCoaching.com. Your time is valuable, so each episode in this series will only be a few minutes long. Time's a-wasting, so let's get started. Picture this. You're rushing around the house trying to get your toddler out the door when the dog decides to chew through a bag of dog food you haven't put away yet, sending pounds of kibbles across the floor you just mopped yesterday. Or perhaps you're trying to pay attention to a staff meeting over Zoom, and out of the corner of your eye you see your spouse covered in bubbles and waving frantically. The hot water heater is on the fritz again. Or maybe you're just getting your feet wet in the world of podcasts, and then despite hand-washing, mask-wearing, and a social life of nil, you end up with a nasty head cold and can't talk without sneezing or coughing. In any of these situations, it would be perfectly normal to gaze heavenward and groan, I don't have time for this. And yes, that last one happened to me. Scheduling, planning, preparing. I love them. And yet, there are times when something just blows up and I'm left with a time-eating, nerve-wracking problem. As a planner who loves stability and predictability, nothing is more annoying to me than something that smashes my carefully planned day, week, or life. At the same time, I'm a realist, and I know this is going to happen again and again, so I'd better find a way to adapt. First, I'm happy to say that having systems in place and backup plans for key jobs can make the unexpected a little less painful. Does it wash away that frustrated, fist-shaking moment when you realize the day is not going to be as you planned? No. But all the work you've done organizing your office or your home and all the what-if thinking can make recovery a bit easier. Second, and this one is a bit harder for me, is to have a sense of humor and a sense of perspective about the things that go wrong and demand your time and attention. There have been times when I've needed someone to remind me that a broken jar of pickles all over my freshly cleaned kitchen was not the end of the world, or that retyping pages of work due to a sudden computer crash might take a bunch of time, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not such a big deal. This perspective and a roll with the punches attitude can be a bit harder for us recovering perfectionists. I just try to remember that time I spend angry or upset is wasted. And this is exactly the kind of pep talk I was giving myself when I first started thinking about putting this topic on the podcast. Then I stepped outside to find my car battery had died. And then I had a series of problem emails from students. And after working steadily about five hours, I realized I wasn't as recovered from my cold as I thought, and I was back to bed, wilted and frustrated. 
The truth is that having my plans derailed puts me in a vile mood. One rotten event in a day, especially one that destroys my schedule, can make me angry and unfocused. Of course, this makes me less efficient, but when I'm in the throes, I don't think about that. Being aware of this aspect of my personality allows me to work on it and try for constant improvement. But some days I'm still shouting, or at least thinking, I don't have time for this. I've learned to reach out for help when I feel overwhelmed. Whether it's concrete help, like a jump for the car battery, or moral support as a friend tells me it's okay to take a day or two and just rest. This gives me perspective and the ability to get back on track. I see a reluctance to ask for help in the people I work with all the time. Instead of an angry outburst or a call to a friend, coach, or a mentor, they react to setbacks by folding inward. They stop answering emails, they withdraw at school or work, and they accept the temporary setback as evidence that they're doomed to fail. It's a very human reaction. We've accepted the fleeting nature of time, and when it gets away from us, we feel we've lost precious minutes or hours to an unexpected problem, and then we get discouraged. This is the delicate balancing act of time management. Understanding the value of time and making every minute count while simultaneously being forgiving and flexible when things go wrong. One flat tire doesn't mean you should give up on ever arriving on time anywhere again. Just like one weekend with the whole household down with the flu doesn't mean nothing will ever be normal and organized again. It just feels that way. And that's okay. It's normal and natural to have that, ugh, I don't have time for this reaction. It's what we do next that determines if we are going to continue on the road to productivity or give up and let life run us over in the middle of that road.